The Defense Department's massive and controversial cloud program known as JEDI has taken a big step forward. DOD has concluded its initial investigation about whether the development of the solicitation was prejudiced by a potential conflict of interest. Federal News Network's executive editor Jason Miller joins me now to catch us up on some of the latest cloud activity across DOD. And Jason, let's start about that reviewing and what has DOD found? Well, this whole idea was centered on whether someone from the Defense Digital Service, a gentleman by the name of Deep Ubi, uh, had a conflict of interest because he had one time either A, worked for Amazon or B, had a company that Amazon bought and then was part of the solicitation development of Jedi. And I think that was something that Oracle brought up in their bid protest to the Court of Federal Claims. And DOD stepped back and said, OK, we'll take a look at this. And the, the, the investigation concluded or they reported on the conclusion just yesterday. And basically it says we found no conflict of interest. However, and this is a big however, they did find potential ethical violations. And those ethical violations have been sent to the Defense Department Inspector General. So again, there's two components here, Tom. There's a conflict of interest that may have prejudices the uh, solicitation development, and they found no evidence there. But they did have some concerns about some potential ethical violations, and that's a separate issue, and those have been sent to the IG. And do we know whether those ethical violations centered around the same individual? You have to assume they do, but we don't know for sure because one of the things that DOD said and they just released a basic uh, statement was that they basically said um, that there are two different components. Uh, they investigated two things and, and, and determined while there's no conflicts, there is potential ethical, but they didn't say what that was and where is it going or who's it about. Again, it's DOD. They gave you just as much information as you as, as you need as to know. They think you need to know, exactly. right? I guess the idea of the con- of the appearance of a conflict of interest really would not be an issue. I guess in a solicitation at this point, because it's something you don't want, but it doesn't necessarily taint the solicitation if it wasn't there in fact. I think you're right. I think the concern here, though, a lot of this is optics, right? Are the other vendors getting a fair shake or do they feel like the other vendors, if there's some kind of prejudice because of this person or or some sort of bent toward one of the companies, whether it's Amazon Web Services or Microsoft or whomever? And I think DOD had to weigh that. And I think they were smart to take a step back and say, we'll look into this ourselves. Now, I think some people in the community would have rather than maybe had an independent investigator like the IG look into this and see if there's a potential conflict of interest. I think time for DOD in their view was of the essence and an IG investigation could take months. Uh, they wanted to get this done obviously much more quickly. Now on the solicitation itself, there's been a down select. So we know something about the possible winners. What did we learn yesterday? So DOD also reported that there's they've down selected to from, from the number of bidders down to two companies. They did not tell us who those companies are. However, I can report through sources that those two companies are Microsoft and Amazon Web Services. They basically said to IBM and to Oracle, thanks, but you don't qualify at this point, and uh, we're going we're gonna to move on. And the interesting thing about this is, one, Amazon has is, is, always been the front runner. They hold the, the CIA contract, C2S, that we talked about earlier in the week. But and then Microsoft is bidding is one of the bidders and, and probably the leading bidder on the DOS contract, and this is a back office contract that's also worth seven eight billion dollars over the next you know ten years for back office support services like like Microsoft Word. So three sixty five in other words, Office three sixty five. So the question then becomes is. Would they give Microsoft two contracts worth almost $20 billion or they have to split it because why would they put all their eggs in one basket, which would be Microsoft's basket? The same concerns that people have about putting all your eggs in one basket 
whether it's Amazon's or not. So I, I think that's another issue. Now, remember, Tom, this has been a controversial procurement. This has been embroiled in sure. protests. Uh, the latest protest is still at the Court of Federal Claims from Oracle. And, and DOD asked for a stay when they went through this investigation. So one of the things that, that, that happens now is they will ask the judge to lift the stay, but there's still a protest that has to go through the process. So what DOD can do now is look begin the be, continue the process of looking at the awards, and that's sure. why they can announce that they've downselected to two companies. It's almost like picking up the sticks off a pile of pickup sticks. So you hope the whole thing doesn't collapse on you. We're speaking with Federal News Network's executive editor Jason Miller. So what do you think this all means for Jedi yeah. in the future? It means uh, it's not over by any means. Right. Okay. <laughs> this is still going to go on. I think that you're going to see more protests. You're going to see a lot more angst across the vendor community. And I think, you know, as we talked about earlier this week with the CIA uh, procurement strategy to go to a multi-cloud, multi-vendor environment, that gives the the protesters like Oracle, like IBM and others more ammunition to say to DOD, Look, the people you say you are following, the playbook you say you are are borrowing from just went in a totally different direction than you're going. And that also, I think, gives them more ammunition and potentially GAO, Court of Federal Claims, as as things go forward. What DOD said to us was they would hope to make an award at at the earliest by by mid to late July. Now, we know, Tom, as procurement, we've been in this long enough, that any kind of timeline is always going to be pushed back, no matter whether there's a protest or not. Things just always take longer. Could be July 2020, for that matter. You better hope not for for DOD's sake. But you're right. In the long decades of watching this kind of thing, I've seen many procurements go through this long hazing. And then even after it's awarded, there'll probably be more protests. So, yeah, I mean, this is not all that strange, really. Not at all. And in fact, something this big and this high profile, I think also is going to attract that type of attention. And, you know, to, to DOD and other people's credits, to be honest, they plan for this. Like I've talked to several sure. people in, inside of DOD and in civilian agencies and say, well, we want to make the award by X date. Then we have six months for a protest and we hope to get this, you know, initial operating capability in, you know, in nine months from whatever the award is based on protest. And in the meantime, the other military services or the military services, as we've reported piece by piece, they're not waiting for Jedi to do their own cloud thing. Not at all. And I think they can't. They understand the, the importance of moving to the cloud and the benefits that come with it. And, and a couple of things popped out the other day. I went to a, a, a cloud summit sponsored by FCW. And one of the big things that came up there was the Army is moving out in two different fronts. Number one, they're working with the Air Force on something called Enterprise IT as a Service. Now, what's interesting with this one, and, and our colleague Jared Serbu reported this uh, earlier this week, is they're using an OTA, Other Transaction Authority, very similar to what the Air Force did. And they brought in these two companies. They're very small. I'm not sure if you've heard of them, AT&T and Microsoft yeah. under this OTA at the Air Force. Uh, they're, they're, they're small, like what an OTA is for, to find those non-traditional government contractors. The Army's following suit. Now, the other thing that the Army also is doing, again, working with the Air Force, so this is very interesting too, is they're all part of the Air Force's contract for a managed service provider for the cloud as well. So somebody to help with the migrations, to help with deciding where the cloud should go, whether, you know, where the app should go, whether it's a commercial cloud or a mill cloud or, or stay in the data center itself. So two, two ways the Army is moving. And, and when I talked to Tom Sasala, he said to me, basically, who's the chief data officer at the Army, it's not that we're not 
we're not looking forward to Jedi. We'll use Jedi when it's ready, but we just can't sit back and twiddle our thumbs until Jedi is ready. So I thought that was a very interesting perspective because they see the benefit, they see the immediate need, and they're saying, listen, when it's ready, we'll, we'll consider it and potentially use it. But in, in the meantime, we got to move forward in our own direction. Yeah, so it's incumbent on DOD to get that Jedi done because the longer they wait, the longer it drags out, the less relevant it becomes. In many ways, because agencies or the services and, and the DOD agencies start moving in a different direction. And, and that's actually a great, a great point, Tom, because I also spoke with John Hale from the Defense Information Systems Agency, and he talked about MillCloud 2.0. And one of the things that they're doing with MillCloud 2.0 is by the end of the summer, they're going to have the secret fabric for MillCloud 2.0 up and running. And then they also just did a, a quick survey of application rationalization across what they call the fourth estate and found a, a lot of... Uh, applications that can go to commercial cloud, can go to mill cloud, cannot go to the cloud at all. So a lot of activity happening within cloud, within DOD. Federal News Network's Jason Miller, thanks so much. Always a pleasure, Tom. Be sure to check out his stories now at federalnewsnetwork.com. 